Consequence Podcast Network. This is the Album of the Week, a weekly series on the Consequence of Sound Podcast Network that features an in-depth discussion on the week's most topical release between myself, the host, Dedrick Hendricks, and various staff writers at ConsequenceofSound.net. So last week, we did a classic album review of the week. We did Green Day's Dookie, celebrating the 25-year anniversary. Still can't believe it's been 25 years since that album has been released. I was joined by staff writer Kaylee Hughes last week. But this week, we got a fresh new one, a little uh, Electric Lady Sessions with James Murphy and LCD Sound System. And we got a fantastic review up for you guys to check out at ConsequenceOfSound.net. But before we get started, before I bring Tyler Clark on, who has a fantastic review, up at consequencesound.net. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. The only way to keep up with this podcast and make us one of your favorites is by subscribing, and you get all the updates and you get the podcast immediately as we release it. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing and scroll on down and leave us a review and let us know what you guys are thinking. This week, album of the week, LCD Sound System Electric Lady Sessions. Tyler Clark joining us this week to help review the album. Tyler, what's going on, man? Oh, not much. This was a uh, this was a real treat. This week, I feel like the last couple times I've been on with you, I was—I uh, feel like I was kind of grumpy. But I'm not—I'm not grumpy about this one. I'm actually—I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> yeah, actually, you were a little—a little grumpy the last couple of times, but it's all good. And—and <laughs> and I believe also we reviewed a couple albums that you weren't that big of a fan of, didn't we? Do Greta Van Fleet. We did, we did, yeah. we did. There was that Tenacious D record too. Yeah. There were a couple, of, a couple of stinkers <laughs> in the fall for me. Uh, this is not one of them, though. This one, this one is is on the opposite end. So, pretty excited about that. Yeah, man, let's dig into it. So we both, I, I will go on record, we both enjoyed this one. Um, and you were even more of a fan of it than I was. So this is definitely different than our past couple of <laughs> conversations. So it's like almost opposite. So let's start off, you know, just kind of tell me and the listeners a little bit of about the lowdown behind this Electric Lady Sessions. I know a lot of the tracks on here, I believe, are from the album American Dream from back in 2017. Um, pretty much like live yeah. performances. But just kind of tell us the lowdown of this album. Well, so this is actually, I mean, LCD Sound System's been here before. You know, this is actually the third, what you could count as a as a sort of live album in their catalog. It follows um, the London, London Sessions in 2010, mm-hmm. and uh, the, of course, the giant uh, farewell record, The Long Goodbye from 2014, the one that captured their final sort of stand in, in uh, Madison Square Garden, when they when they were breaking up back then, and, and we you know we weren't sure when we were going to hear from them again, um, definitely regarded I think as one of the most important live albums of the decade. And so, mm-hmm. you kind of ask yourself at this point, if you're the band, I assume you know if you want to do a live record, how do you how do you top that? And and they they to their credit, I think they they didn't they didn't try to really. They they sort of went back to the the live in the studio um, tactic that they'd used on uh, the London sessions back in 2010 mm-hmm. and uh they just uh, it seems like they just kind of decided to capture the you know the their live sound as it stands right now because i think something that that gets lost a lot with LCD sound system is the disconnect between what you hear on the record and what you see live and then you know this is something that, that a lot of people talk about on the record it's almost all James James Murphy. I mean, he's handling just about everything in terms of performance on the record. You know, you'll see um, 
some of some of his his bandmates will make appearances, but for the most part, it's it's eighty five ninety ninety percent him on those records, and they're very sort of personal statements. And then those songs sort of transform when you when you see LCD Sound System live. Um, they, they take on sort of a life of their own. They become much fuller, uh, much more sort of vigorous sounding songs um, with the help of the rest of the LCD Sound System band, the the, the touring um, company, if you will, for LCD Sound System, many of whom have been with James Murphy, you know, almost from the beginning. And so it, it's this sort of weird double life that the band has been leading for the last decade and a half or so, and, and it's once again sort of captured um, pretty thrillingly, I think, on on record during the Electric Lady sessions, and uh, of course named after the famous Greenwich Village studio built uh, by and for Jimi Hendrix. It's seen tons of um, you know legendary recordings in its history, and and it captured uh, another one here on this record. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if legendary. I don't know if I would go so far as to say legendary, but it is really, really good. Yeah, shout out to the legendary Jimi Hendrix. Um, no relation, in case anybody's confused. Um, no relation. Um, otherwise, I'd be rich. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let's let's dig into it, man. Because I've really uh, even a little bit before we started recording, I'm still listening. I can't get enough of it, man. And I'm a big fan of like electronic music, dance music, and this is a little bit of everything mm-hmm. in the one. So let's let's go ahead and get into what we liked uh, personally. I just enjoyed the groove, man. It was groovy just all the way yeah. down. There were a couple that I was you know kind of weary about. I'll save that for um, when we get into what we did like but um overall just fantastic cuts all the way through just you know dance dance songs man it was um i know they had the chic they did the chic song later on in the album that i really enjoyed um just great stuff good good grooves man and obviously live is them jamming out um so i really enjoyed a lot of it but what what were some things that you enjoyed well i mean i i and i think i say this in the in the review that's up on consequence of sound right now um and I'll fully admit it right here too, as as we're talking. I was not a huge fan of that that record from 2017 of American Dream. Mm-hmm. I I just you know it was one of those situations where I you know, I was almost sort of in the in the like ideal target market for those first three LCD Sound System albums, and they they sort of came out you know right in sort of my college and right after years, and and were were very important records to me. And so, you know, that comeback album, I was sort of, the, the expectations were so high um, that they, that I think that, uh, you know, un, unfairly so probably, that it was never going to probably live up to what I wanted it to be. Um, but even, you know, after getting over that sort of initial and, and inevitable disappointment, like the, one of the issues I always took with it was that, that it, it just, the production on that record just felt so flat or compressed. I don't, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it, but it felt like it was sort of robbed of the, the high end and especially the, the, the low end that would have made those songs a little bit, you know, a little bit more rough around the edges and sort of ready to go. Um, and definitely, of course, you know, James, James Murphy is a, a production wizard. I, I, I obviously defer to his, to his judgment in the studio, but, but I think when you hear the versions of those songs, on Electric Lady sessions, and and there's you know there's most of that most of the this live album is is made up of of songs you know from 
LCD sound system's last record, um, they just come to life. You know, they, they really, you, you will hear things on them that, that you missed on the record, on the studio versions, and you'll hear new stuff that, that you didn't think possible. Um, some of the songs that I thought benefited the, the most from this live treatment, um, I mean, tonight... is great on the on these these live sessions call the police which which i think was again sort of the first track that i heard from american dream was which was one of the ones that sort of tipped me off that maybe this was not going to be the record I was hoping for. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I came around 180, you know, or yeah, 180 degrees on this one. You know, it's just like, yeah. there's, there's a level of detail and there's a level of sort of wildness and looseness that you only can get from that sort of live, live band. You know, one guy in a studio can only produce so much of that. And when he, when he sort of has his crew with him, um, it, 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 it sort of is able to, emerge more fully and i think that also applies to james murphy's performance as well like you you'll you'll notice it in his delivery some of the songs especially the american dream songs that that maybe had you know a sort of slightly stilted or or overly mannered vocal performance you know he sounds comfortable he sounds excited to be doing this he sounds like a guy who's got nothing to lose but who's still sort of interested in you know, craftsmanship and in, in making the best possible material that he can. And it's, it's just a, it's a really cool document, I think, of a band operating at a really high level and, and one that's, you know, been doing that for a really long time. Yeah, so one of the songs that, you know, I kind of marked, because I, I know we'll get to hear Central Tracks later, but for my good, I marked uh, I Want Your Love as my number one favorite. Um, I love the yeah. chic sample. Wasn't wasn't the keyboardist Nancy? Was it wasn't she the one on that one? God, yeah, yeah, Nancy Wang. She's yes. uh, you know her turns as a vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, she appears twice in sort of the main event role on this record, both on on covers, yep. um, both that chic cover, and then also a later cover that closes the record. The um, the Heaven Seventeen song we don't need this fascist group thing which yeah. i mean talk about like in 2019 if you can manage to make a heaven 17 song sound like topical and kind of dangerous <laughs> like then you are doing something right and like not many bands could probably do that but lcd sound system managed it i mean i think that they that you know they, they made it sound like a sort of talking heads style like freak out and yeah, and Na- yeah, Nancy Wang's vocals. I feel like that was one of the things that I was excited about on this one because I felt like it also showed a sort of possible way forward for the band. You know, kind of hinting at maybe this is something that they might explore more mm-hmm. on a later studio record or you know more on on different live cuts. Uh, I, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really effective. And those I thought those covers were also really 
well chosen. They, you know, they, they sort of play to the, both the band's, I think, uh, history and James Murphy's big influences and also to their, to their strengths. Oh, that, that was definitely one thing I marked is how underrated her appearance, um, and the songs that she was on, um, singing was very underrated. And I think that's what I would highlight, honestly. As you mentioned, though, James Murphy is probably 80, 90% of the album, but the 10, 15% that's Nancy is absolutely fantastic. You mentioned both of my, both of my favorite songs on the album are Nancy. You mentioned tonight, though, and, um, I did hear that obviously on the previous album, but I feel like it was brought to life a little bit more on this one. Just a little bit. It took me, it was like time traveled a little bit. I feel like I went a little bit back to the eighties, the way it sounded live and the way they recorded it on this album. Yeah. And again, like it's just, it's just one of those that, that I think, and I, and again, I think this is something that I, that, that I say in the review is that like, it just like, it like it feels like over almost like oversaturated like someone's turned the turned the colors up on it and you know the the sort of angles in the in the you know the the synthesizers are kind of spikier yeah. and more foreboding and i think it finally matches some of james murphy's music because you know he's he's so often throughout his career has been sort of focused on that that sort of sense of like impending dread or like maybe like a good time that is that is rapidly on its way to to ending, and I mean that's you know you you can kind of chart that that course you know over the course of LCD Sound Systems records, and there's always at least one song that sort of mm-hmm. you know tackles that and sort of the specter of aging and all that. And I mean tonight is one of those um, on their last one, but yeah, it just it, it it felt what felt like a missed opportunity on the original record mm-hmm. feels like a, a real triumph on this one. Absolutely agree. Um, So uh, another one I wanted to mention to you that kind of resonated with me was you wanted a hit. And I marked that one because I feel like you got to make it past the first two minutes. It takes a while to get going. So I I feel like if you make it past the first two minutes, it's just and most of it's I mean, it's just like it's just them jamming out like it's instrumental, basically, for the first couple of minutes. But I really enjoy that as long as you make it past the first two minutes. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those also that I feel like has only gotten more like poignant with with the years. You know, mm-hmm. there was a I think when when it was when it first dropped um, back in 2010. Mm-hmm. You know, there it, it, it sort of felt like that was a it kind of felt defensive a little bit, like it was from a band who still had something to prove mm-hmm. and was kind of preemptively I- explaining why they weren't proving it. But I, I think in the subsequent you know, almost almost a decade since then. Like, you know, LCD Sound System is certainly no longer a band that has anything to prove. Right. And and I think you know, just hearing those same lyrics now in that in that sort of setting and with such a strong performance behind them, uh, yeah, it just sort of makes you appreciate. I think how far they've come, which is absolutely a long way. Um, really enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah. Really enjoyed this entire record, man, all the way through. Really, but there is a couple things that we got to go over. I'll let you go first. You know that you really didn't enjoy on here. Yeah, and I mean, I don't. I mean, I gotta say, like uh, anything that's appearing in this section, I, I, I think I still probably enjoyed it. I think it was just like you know, you kind of have to. I didn't want to just. I didn't want to say like you know, absolute A plus, perfect record, <laughs> um, because you know there there are some moments of like 
of just okayness. Like, yeah, the first the first track was for me. I was like, uh oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was seconds. I think that's the first yeah. track on the record. And then I was like, uh oh, I don't know. But then obviously it got better after that. But that was just, that was just how I felt. And you know, like I I really liked that one when I heard it, and I and I knew I knew it was a, a human league cover, which I feel like they're a band. That, that doesn't sort of get their due for being as cool as they are. You know, you kind of you kind of get hung up on the the big radio singles, and you don't you know dive as deep. And so I appreciated LCD Sound System doing that. Mm-hmm. But then, because I'd, I'd actually never heard the the Human League version of this track, mm-hmm. and I went back and listened to it after listening to the LCD Sound System version, and then I was like, oh, you know, like I I was kind of hoping for a more um, uh, you know, I, I was hoping that LCD Sound System was bringing something a little more mm. personal and innovative to the table. Um, but it, you know, it turns out this is actually a pretty by the numbers, like faithful cover of that song. And, and I mean, that's cool. Like it definitely, it, it, you know, it got me to listen to that song and I, I might not have heard it before that, but mm-hmm. just in terms of like adding something new to the conversation or to the world of music with that one, it didn't really do that. So, you know, that's that's something that I think you can quibble with, especially when it's surrounded by, you know, such strong material otherwise. Like, that's something that I feel like there's a little bit of a sag. I was also, like, not terribly... Um, I was not terribly enamored by this take on Get Innocuous. You know, that's one that's sort of... It's yeah. a great song, and it's one that's um, been a live favorite. I think it's appeared on all of... LCD Sound Systems live records. I'd have to check that to, to make sure, but I know it certainly was on the London sessions as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just it was it, it's fine. Uh, in fact, there were some moments on it where I'm, you know, hearing a little bit more. There's a there's a great like percussion section towards about the five minute mark of the song um, that you know, sadly for a record that that again I've been praising you know so much for being you know so incredibly well mixed and so precise in capturing all of the layers of this band, like it did, you know, it was like one of those things where it's like, ah, it's like, it's kind of buried a little bit in the mix. And I wish it was sort of up, up closer to the surface. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's just a few moments like that on some of the tracks where it's like, you know, there, there was, it feels like there was an opportunity to like make it even more special than it already is. And, and you know, they didn't, they didn't quite get there at every turn. But I think that's forgivable. <laughs> Obviously, when we're reviewing, we gotta we gotta find some. No album is one hundred percent perfect, so we gotta find something. And that and that was kind of the same thing that was kind of bothering me. Seconds was one for me. I used to didn't do a whole lot for me either. Um, mm. Home Home was pretty good though, but it took me a while. It took a couple listens for me to kind of grasp that one in. But there was only three tracks on here that you know I really didn't get a whole lot from. But that's just finding something to i guess nitpick about yeah when you have to look this hard i think it's a good sign <laughs> absolutely, absolutely and we'll get to the grades here in a second but what's your what's your overall verdict i mean obviously your verdict um that you have yeah. in your review just kind of what what is your overall perception of this record i mean i think for for me at least and and this is something that i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty confident in saying i think that the versions of uh, the American Dream tracks on Electrical Lady Sessions should be considered the definitive versions of those songs. I think that this, wow. if nothing else, yeah, I mean, I think if nothing else, this um, this live record has uh, sort of forced a reconsideration of that record 
for sort of anybody who was a little disappointed in it. And I, and I know that, I mean, it certainly, it, it definitely got great reviews when it came out, and it's, it's a record that a lot of people like, but I know that a lot of people out there are also, you know, kind of on the fence about it, or maybe not, didn't connect with it as much as they'd hoped mm. they would, and certainly that's something that I identify with. But hearing these songs, hearing these versions of these songs has made me, you know, sort of, um, yeah, has totally changed my mind on them, and I think that that's a a sign of that that this project is one that is that is worth um, checking out. I also, I, by extension to that, I think that this is also probably the um, at least just in terms of if you're looking for for innovation or like additions to the the LCD sound system story. I think this is probably the the superior live recording in the LCD sound system catalog now of all three. Um, if you could only pick one, I think this would be the one, yes. the one to get it, it. It's just a great, you know, it, it pays, pays homage to the past. You know, it captures this group of people at the sort of height of their powers in the present. And I think it also, you know, like we said, with, with the stuff like the Nancy Wang vocals mm-hmm. suggests, uh, you know, some possible avenues for exploration in the future. And most of all, it makes me excited to find out what, they're going to do next. And so that's, that's my, that's my feelings. Um, I guess in summation, I feel pretty good about it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I, if I was to get one verdict out of it, I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, excited to hear the future of Nancy. Um, I thought she was, that that's my main takeaway from this. I was really blown away to be quite honest. Um, Loved all, but like you said, I mean, her appearance on here has to be highlighted. And that's the one thing I take mm-hmm. away from this um, because James Murphy gets a lot of the credit. I mean, let's be, let's be honest here. I mean, that's, that's sure. where, that's where all the credit is usually given. So I wanted to highlight Nancy a little bit on here. So yeah. that would be my overall verdict. I mean, the course of the 12 tracks um, and I, and then you bring Nancy into it, her vocal, vocal role, very increased, obviously, as we agree from the past, mm-hmm. um, really enjoyed it. So my overall verdict. So let's get to our grades and essential tracks. Yep. Yeah. All right. My yeah. So for in terms of grades, my my grade was a solid B plus. Um, you know, I think uh, again, totally essential as a live recording. You know, probably probably couldn't go as high as as the A's just because it is mostly you know sort of old older material, proven material, and so there wasn't as much sort of risk or discovery mm-hmm. involved as as you might need to sort of bump it up into the the rare air up there, but, but again, definitely for fans of the band, this is something that's, uh, I think a must, a must listen. Yeah, absolutely. So my grade, I was, I went a little bit more generous just, just because, um, I know you sent you, when you originally sent the review, you gave a couple grades, um, that you, you were kind of choosing from. So you were kind of on the fence. Like I was, I'm like, I don't know. I was, yeah. I was like a minus B plus. I don't know. A, a is always yeah. like too high. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it an A minus. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. this, man. I really did. Um, you know, yeah. just it's just a jam out. And I, I really love the flow of it. All 12 of the tracks just, I mean, sequence, sequence perfect. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. So I gave it an A minus. And then uh, a couple of the central tracks. Um, I know we agreed on uh, We Don't Need This. That's uh, this good groove thing. And then I had yep. you, you Wanted a Hit. I added that one in again. Like I said, you got to make it past the first couple of yeah. minutes. It takes a little bit to get into the groove. It's about a seven minute song. Um, and then I actually have, I want your love. That was, that was one of my favorites. Mm. Nancy 
absolutely fantastic on the Sheik sample. So those are my essential tracks, yeah. man. Um, I really, I really enjoyed it. Overall, this was. I'm really glad we got this as the album of the week. It's always refreshing when we have a good album to review for album of the yeah. week. Um, like you said when we when we first started last couple of times, man, you were a little grumpy. Um, I e- was, either I that was. or you were just not. You you were not kind to in the reviews. You know, we'll put it that way. James Murphy. James Murphy helped my heart grow three sizes. So I feel, <laughs> I feel, I feel really good right now. <laughs> yeah. While, 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 while we got the Grinch on, who's feeling a little bit better here. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about what else you got coming up. I know you all, you're reviewing a lot for consequence. So what's some other things you got coming up it's that you can true. tell us? Uh, well, I'm very excited. Uh, this coming week, I've got a big um, article that I'm working on about uh, sort of kicking off festival season. This year, uh, you know, it's right around the corner, and, and I mean, really, if you look at the calendar, it's almost not, it almost doesn't go away anymore. Um, but one of the first big festivals coming up for 2019 uh, is, of course, Pitchfork's Midwinter Festival here mm. in the city of Chicago in partnership with the Art Institute. I am doing a big uh, look at that festival, talking to some of the artists and people behind the scenes at that festival to find out what the inspiration was for that, why Pitchfork felt confident enough to sort of expand their festival portfolio and also to take a look at where that festival fits into the wider festival scene and try and find some clues as to, you know, what it might suggest in terms of where festivals might be going. Because, you know, some of these bigger festivals like the Coachellas and Bonnaroos and Lollapaloozas of the world are, mm-hmm. you know, they have, they have their own issues these days. And so it's always interesting to see, you know, where the scene might be headed. So look for that probably middle of middle of this coming week just in time for valentine's day i love it i love it just in time for valentine's <laughs> day so um it's hard to keep track with you man i, I, I miss you we, we, you don't have social <laughs> media anymore it's hard to you, you started the, you started the new year off yeah man i i how, how has it been for you though with, with no social media it's been great i don't miss it <laughs> <laughs> i will say that i i've started instead of going to facebook all the time mm-hmm. which is always my like default yeah. you know i'd always like just when I was bored, I would just hit that F key and go. <laughs> I find myself actually, and this is no joke, and this is not this is not like a a fake plug or anything. Uh-huh. I find myself going to Consequence of Sound instead. I, I, nice. I, I switched my F for a C, and so now I'm just like I'll have like four windows open of COS, and I'll just be like, "What am I doing?" You know, like, and I'll like snap out of it, and then you know, <laughs> go back to work or whatever. But it's <laughs> it's been good though. It's been good. I'm hoping I can keep it up. Yeah, we love it. I'm I'm sure. Uh... Michael and Matt will love that as well. And Cap, if when they hear that, <laughs> right. uh, I'm sure they'll really enjoy that as well, man. It'll, it's great to catch up, man. I'm sure as we progress with this year, I'm sure we'll be talking many times. So it was good to hear you in a much better mood this time for the review. That's, That's right. <laughs> Thank- <laughs> glad I could. Uh, glad I could help. <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks so much for joining, man. Until next time, okay. All right. See ya. Thanks so much to Tyler Clark, senior writer for Consequence of Sound, joining us here for the album of the week. This week we had LCD Sound Systems, Electric Lady Sessions. Fantastic album. Both loved it. I gave it an A minus. He gave it a B plus. Both really enjoying it. Uh, great record all the way through. Just a couple of tracks in there where I had to nitpick a little bit and find something I didn't like or that bothered me a little bit or that could have been a little bit different. But overall, we both really love the album. LCD Sound System does it again. James Murphy, you are the man. Nancy, 
Want to hear some more Nancy? Absolutely fantastic. Again, before we go, though, until next week, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. iTunes, Google Play, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing to keep up with this podcast. And also scroll down, scroll on down, leave us a review, and let us know what you guys are thinking. Every week we will be here reviewing the most topical release of the week right here on the Album of the Week. Consequence Podcast Network.